What is up, everybody? I'm not even going to do an intro. Usually I have like a little countdown thing. I'm not even going to do the countdown thing. we got Aaron Nagler, as always, presented by the best gas station in the Midwest, uh, Quick Trip. Uh, big shout out to them because nobody would sponsor me. And then <laughs> I, and then Quick Trip came along. Dude, yeah, I no, love Quick Trip. Like, Quick Trip is the bomb.com. There's zero doubt about it. One of the highlights of going back to Wisconsin when I visit my folks who live you know, in Appleton, 20 minutes south of Lambeau, they have a quick trip right by their house. And I uh, I frequent said quick trip quite a bit. So shout out to quick trip. That's good stuff. Most definitely. So how have you been, man? I've been all right. I've been all right. I'm ready for this freaking draft to get here, though. I'll tell you that. Like, this is the stretch. This is the worst. This 10-day, like, two-week stretch before the draft. Because, like, they could have held the draft two weeks ago. You know what I mean? Like, there's yeah. zero doubt that... Every personnel group would have been ready. Brian Gutekunst and his guys would have been ready. But we just wait. We just wait for no reason other than the NFL just likes to draw drag it out as long as possible. Yeah, I, I think that I'm like the one po- podcaster probably who hates the draft because I don't know anything about it. <laughs> right. Like, so like, I know. Well, so what's funny is I just had someone ask me. I was like, oh, no, it was Andy Herman yesterday. He was like, Aaron, you don't really like this part of the offseason, do you? Because of the draft. And I just, you know, I don't mind the draft i love the idea of new packers players right the idea that we're going to get new blood new talent i'm all for that but you know it's just this long stretch of conjecture and guesswork and none of it means anything and 20 different mock drafts from one person or whatever it's just like it goes way too long it's way overwrought and it's it's ridiculous because the teams that like are picking first are usually almost always bad and they're bad for a reason because they suck and they're bad franchises and they don't know what they're doing. The good franchises usually much like the Packers know what they're doing. So they have to wait and they're at the end of the round. It's like all the hype is about the top of the draft where all the bad teams are. So yeah, it's the draft is good, but not great. Yeah. No, yeah. For me, I have no idea. First of all, who most people are because like, when they're in college, unless they play for the Badgers, and even that, I don't know a ton, which I, I love the Badgers. I just work every Saturday, so it's hard. You know, I watch. Well, the that's the other thing, though, right? Because you have a finite amount of time in your life, right? And you are clearly all in on the Packers, and you have a family, and you have a job. This is what I talk about with fans all the time. We're like, you don't watch college football? I'm like, yo, I got so many hours in a day in a life to dedicate to the game of football. I am so all in on the Packers and the NFL. You think I got time to like sit, sit around on Saturday, probably the one day when I can see my daughters in any kind of meaningful stretch. And I'm going to like sit on the couch and watch the Badgers like get out of town. And that's not anything against somebody who does or people who are all in on college football. But the thing about college football is people love the pageantry, right? People love like the school aspect of it. Well, you get that with the Packers. Like the whole thing when you go and tailgate outside of Lambo or whatever, people always talk about, oh, it feels so collegiate. It feels like a small town. Yeah, exactly. Which is why I don't need college football. Like I'm yeah. already there. Yeah, because like my kids watch it a lot. So like I'll watch it with them, but like I, I don't know. Like, dude, and I always tell people this. I have a big Wisconsin logo on the back of my truck. Yes, so you I, do. So if you I'm have getting... a big you have a big red sweatshirt too. I remember <laughs> yeah. that. So like people like think I know stuff, so I'll be pumping gas. They're like, <laughs> they're like hey, how about people that? think that's you right. know stuff? That's great. Wait, I want to retweet this. Did you tweet this out? Did you tweet this out? Yeah, it automatically tweets when it. Uh, Ramage, you better have tweeted this out. 
so I can retweet it. I got to retweet yeah. the tweet. It's this actually- is what Banky always g- gets mad at me when I don't retweet stuff. So, okay, there we go. See, there we go. Just had to be. Uh, hey, I appreciate you. Compliant. Gotta let, gotta let the people know, you know? Yeah, for, for sure. No, but like, uh, so people think I know something about the Badgers because I have a big Badger sticker on my truck. And they'll be like, hey, how about that young kid that they got at wide receiver? I <laughs> and just, you're like, yeah, I that young make, kid. I go with it because I'm thinking like, we're going to be together about three minutes. I think I can lie to this guy for three minutes. I'm like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, he looks good. I'm excited. Yeah. No, I like the Badgers, but yeah, like you say, I don't have a lot of time. But uh, even like with the draft, first of all, be, before we move on, I want to congratulate. Uh, I even got a banner here. I don't have many. I, oh. I made a banner just banner for time. Pack a day podcast on a thousand. Look at pack a day. Hey man, that is all Andy Herman. That is his baby. I mean. Come on, how insane is that? A thousand Corey and I can't even get up to like what are we at? Like, I don't think we're at 300 for Packer transplants, and we've been doing this for like over 10 years. Andy Herman comes along, it's like, I'm gonna do a podcast every day about the Packers. Like, okay, whatever, kid, you're insane. And now he's a thousand into it, and it's going strong, it's phenomenal, it's great. Amazing, you know, because like Andy Herman, like I, I I know him through social media, I obviously don't know him personally, but he doesn't seem like a a big drinking guy. But doing a podcast every day seems like a very drinking idea because I have these ideas when I get drunk. (laughs) I'm gonna do a podcast every day, I'm gonna do it every day, like every every (laughs) single day. (laughs) Because, like, I I always have these ideas, like, I'm gonna go live and do a live show Monday through Thursday, and then like Monday comes and I'm like. I don't school? want to do this. Wait, this is a little much. This is a lot of work. Like during the season, I could, I, I probably will because there'll be a lot to talk about. But like during Steve, the off-season. Matt, but wait a second, Matt. That's what separates you and I from the common fan and or idiot, as it may be. Because you know, it's easy to do a podcast during the season, right? Yeah, everybody. There's tons to talk about. There's a game. There's stuff like there's transactions. There's play on the field. There's all sorts of stuff to talk about. It takes a special breed of idiot, my friend, like yourself and myself, to do shows slash content year round. Like that, that takes a special person. So kudos to you. Well, I appreciate. It. I'm barely doing it though. Thanks to people like you. But you do. But you're doing it every day. Like literally every day. My feed is like Matt's live. Matt's live again. Matt's over here. Matt's doing this thing. Matt's over here doing the. You do. You're talking Packers history. You're doing live stuff every day. Like. Come on, man! Give yourself some props. That's good. Oh, hey, I appreciate. It. No, but that, that's what I'm saying about Pack a Day podcast. That's why I do. It's so insanely like I know he's got a lot of great people that that uh, contribute. Well, too, absolutely contribute. But he is the driving force. There's yeah. no doubt about it. Like yeah. that, that guy. It's funny. This is true. I talked to Perry uh, Goldstein, who does uh, packs. What she said with us. Uh, we were having drinks a couple, like a month ago or so, and and I was like. You know, a pack a day is like amazing, and she contributes to that too. And she was like, "Oh yeah, Andy's so great. He like is on top of like he talks to us all the time, sends us emails all the time, blah blah blah." I felt kind of bad. I was like, "Oh, should I do more of that?" And she's like, "No, no, no. We all know who you are. Like, <laughs> I don't, I don't send emails. I don't like if things are good, it, like it's good. If if something happens, if like somebody emails us about they're upset about something, or if they want to praise whatever." person is contributing to cheesehead tv then i pass that on but for the most part i just kind of sit back like andy's very involved and and like communicative like in a great way and i think i need to strive to be a little bit more like that because that's what leadership is right but hey you know andy is the man and pack a day 1000 episodes that's insanity 
Look at you with the drop. All right. All right. I forgot I had got that. Your sound, got your soundboard up. I like it. Dude, I have uh, I have the goofiest. I'm not going to use any more sounds. But uh, that's <laughs> good. Cool. I like it. I like it. So, okay, let me ask you about this because uh, I was told not to ask you about this. Oh, I love it. Yes, please. Touch the third rail. Let's do it. <laughs> no, I didn't mean it. All right, I made that stop. <laughs> so what... I, I heard you. I'm not. I don't want to talk about this a lot, but I want to ask you about it because I was told not to. Oh, I love it. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers on Jeopardy. <laughs> <sighs> no, I think it was talked about enough. But I know that you made like a little ranty video, or I think it, was, it might have been part of your show, whatever it was. Look, look. Here's my thing. Yes, I was asked about it on Daily, and I I kind of went off, and I put it on Twitter because, like, look, I love it for Aaron. I love that he did it. I love that it was a big success. I love that people loved it. I love that Jeopardy fans who love Aaron Rodgers got to see it. I love that Packers fans who probably haven't watched Jeopardy in 20 years revisited the show. I love it for everybody involved. I'm very happy for them. But holy mother Mary of God, am I sick about hearing of it? Like, we get it. He was on Jeopardy. Every sentient human being with a pulse, is aware that Aaron Rodgers was on Jeopardy. Like, we don't need to hear about it again. We don't need to know about it. We don't need a recap of every freaking day he was on. Oh, today on Jeopardy, Aaron Rodgers had this funny moment. Or today on Jeopardy, Aaron Rodgers made this quip. I don't care. We all know. If I was interested, I would be watching. That's the thing for me. It's like, because it's Aaron Rodgers, and this is no fault of Aaron's. Like, I understand. It's Aaron Rodgers. He moves the needle. I get it. But because it's Aaron Rodgers, holy, we got to break down every appearance and every moment and every day. And Oh, my God. Give me the bullet. Just yeah. put it in my brain because I'm so <laughs> sick of it. Just I know. I, I wanted to ask you about that because I love the rant you made on my show, too. So mm -hmm. it's a win-win. No, but we, I'm just saying. No, I'm aware. I, Thanks, Coach. I know. He's on I Jeopardy. Totally get what, I totally get what you're saying. No, but like uh, back in the, like, the flow, I see these comments. First of all, I want to talk about this because I, I see these uh, Trey Jordan love, like this, this whole rumor thing that someone got, oh, a custodian saw a piece of paper, whatever. Dude, that, you know that's all fake, right? You well, know yeah. that's all fake. That is like, I think the same rumor got started like two years ago about something else. About a schedule or something. Right. Yeah, the schedule. Yeah. It was the schedule. Yes. And those are all made up, people. That's all yeah. BS. Don't yeah. pay any attention to it. It is staged. It is literally made to troll you. That's yeah, all it, that is. It is so, like, pre-draft when there's too much. Oh, yeah. Because I, I, I always make fun of the media saying the media is trying to make, you know, not, like like big media, trying to make stories. That's not the media. Right? That is Twitter people. That's exactly Twitter. like, yo, Twitter people they, you don't need to blame big media because people on the internet, just humans alone will do the job for you. Like yeah. they will make stuff up that you don't even need to worry about because yeah. it's got like, really? Yes. The Packers and the Patriots agreed to something and put it in <laughs> some kind of NFL letterhead printed, uh, just happened to be peeking out. Like, come on, people! How dumb do you have to be? Yeah, dude. Come on, let's rise above, people. Let's raise our intelligence level slight. Just, I'm not asking for a lot, just slightly. That's all I'm asking. <laughs> yeah, dude. That, like, to me, is is hilarious. It's, it's like it's not it, it, it's not funny on its own. It's funny when like I was arguing people on Facebook. Oh, it's kind of funny on its own. 
Yeah, it is. But like, yeah. people like defend it because people will defend it anything on Facebook. Oh, so of course. Some like crap article that said, you, you might be interested in this. And it, it showed that. And I said, this right. is fake. This is relevant to your interests. <laughs> so then what I do Thanks, is I Facebook troll, algorithm. I, I troll that stuff every single time. And I'm not yeah. even trolling. I just give my two cents. See, that's what I got to do more of. Because you're smart about that. Because like, you know that's dumb. But you're like, okay, I'm going to troll it. So you get like the content. And you get the the you know the sure. engagement off of it. I this Corey yells at me about this all the time because I'm like that's stupid and I don't do anything about it. Yeah, you gotta you, know? you gotta like lean into it. And you know that gets you the engagement. That's smart. That's smart. On Facebook, here's what it is too, because like you're verified, I'm verified on Facebook on Facebook. So I'm pretty sure that your comments right. go to the top. And to, but to this point, to this exact point, we are both verified on Facebook. You have like 70,000 followers. I have like 6,000 followers. So, you know, you have definitely learned. You know, you're like the Jedi right here. <laughs> you're a, you're Luke Skywalker, and I am merely like some young Padawan. That's that's what's no. going on right here. You got me beat every every single place else. <laughs> no, not true. You're bigger on Instagram. You're like, the only right. place I'm bigger is Twitter. You know this. And, and YouTube. Don't, yeah. don't, don't try to be modest, Ramage. <laughs> well, hey, I, 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 hey, I, I'm I, here I, simply I, for the signal boost, sir. That's all I'm here for. <laughs> Love no, you. I, I, that's the only reason I'm here. That and quick trip. Hope they give yeah. me some love. You know? <laughs> no, I appreciate that. No, but th th that's what it is. Like you're verified, so you. I think you go to the top of the comments, so everyone sees it, and then people, right. like, you're verified, so they might think some, so they just go to troll you, and then it just, dude. I have a, I have a comment today, I, I, which I wanted to ask you about, and it's not even oh, like that? a joke. Oh, I got to do it. So here's 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 what I wrote. This was about. Hang on, am I doing oh, this? I saw your response to this. Oh, it was great. Th this ain't the right one, but we'll get to oh, that. Oh, no. This one. I, I said, because uh, the Steelers re-signed Tomlin. So I just commented to their coach as a Steelers. Dude, yeah. I have like 300 comments. People telling me I'm an idiot. They're saying the Patriots. They're saying the Bengals. They're saying, but dude, like. Yeah, be okay, Matt, oh, those are 12. How do I take that, though? But those are 12-year-olds. You know this. I mean, it's like they've literally had, if Tomlin ends up, serving out the remain like the entirety of this extension they'll have had like three coaches in almost 60 years yeah because like, i mean you can talk about the patriots and belichick all you want but like hello pete carroll was a coach there bill parcells was a coach there like they've yeah. gone through some coaches like that's uh, this uh, something that that was that reminds me of some kid today when adam Schefter put out that you know they were extending tomlin literally the first tweet underneath it was some Browns fan going, ha ha, it's okay. We own him anyways. It's like, kid, you've lost way more games against Tomlin. Like, yes, your team has gotten better. You're still the freaking Browns. Like, let's slow down. They're like six and 37 against Tomlin or something like that. And it's like, that's my point. Like so much of the internet is like viewed through the prism of, Oh, I'm 12 and I have no life experience. And I'm going to talk like I know something. All right, Dude. just slide back, kids. And the thing with the Patriot fans, because I I have a few friends who are Patriot fans, and if they're watching, they won't like this. But <laughs> Patriot fans, dude, they're like, like they just need attention so much. Like if someone's oh, not talking now about more it, than ever, now oh, more than ever, yes, correct. It could be like anything, like like that. What I was said, you know, uh, obviously the. the the Steelers have had three coaches since 1969. They're like, yeah, what about Bill Belichick? Like, what about him? Like, yeah. yeah. Great like, coach. Great said, job. 
means nothing in this context, but great, great coach. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah, because I was like, I'm talking about loyalty. Like, when were they going to fire Belichick? After his third Super Bowl? Right, right. Exactly. Like, they, I don't think they ever missed well, That's And that's exactly the point, right? Because if these 12-year-olds would remember, remember when Cower couldn't get over the hump for the longest time, couldn't win it, couldn't get out of the NFC, the AFC championship game, blah, 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 blah. There were like rumors every year that the Steelers were going to fire Bill Cowher. And they never did. They stuck with him. And then he won a Super Bowl. Yeah. And it's like, and then they moved on to Tomlin. But, you know, this idea that, oh, the Patriots stuck with Bill Belichick through this incredible <laughs> age of winning with Tom Brady. Like, when were they going to, like you said, like, when are they going to fire Bill Belichick exactly? Like, come yeah, on now. He's the best coach in our era. I won't say ever. Oh, no. Lombardi, Lombardi I know. A- well, there's Lombardi. There's Paul Brown. There's, there's yeah. a few. There's but Shula. I, you got to give Shula props. But, yeah, I mean, he's obviously in the conversation. There's oh, no yeah, doubt it, about it. Yeah. No he, question. He's quite well. And I, I enjoy his press conferences. I actually, I like, <laughs> I feel like he's like the world's biggest troll. A hundred percent. A yeah. thousand percent. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like, I've been at the Super Bowl when he's been there and been at press conferences, and he's totally cool. He's fine. But, like, it is a little ridiculous. He is a football coach. He's not, you know, some government official or something. And I think he knows the absurdity of, you know, the idea that he has to answer questions about the same thing day after day after day. And he plays off of that. It's fine. It's great. He's he's a smart guy. He's probably smarter than most people asking him questions. So, yeah, yeah. I have no problem with Bill at all. Yeah, me, yeah, me neither. All right. We're going to move on. We'll eventually talk about the Packers because I know people are probably – whenever I do this, I look at the comments, talk about the draft. Oh, God, the draft. Yes, because <laughs> nobody's talked about the draft on the internet for the last three months. Dude, That that's exactly what I said. I'll ask you some questions here, but I, I, I want right. to ask you this because I think that's a go. Uh, FanDuel tweet, uh, Facebook, they put it out on social media. What is your favorite tradition in sports? And uh, I, I, I posted this on my page. I love it. I saw it. I love it so much. I mean, come on. How can you not love it? Well, it's funny, though, Matt, is that you and I both remember. We're both old enough to remember when that wasn't a tradition, when it was the other way around. Like, yeah. when we were growing up, it was all about Ditka's Bears beating the crap out of our Packers. Like, that was my whole childhood. So to live in this gilded age of it's just expected now, right? It's just kind of, we're supposed to beat the bears. That's what we do. I love that. Um, My favorite tradition in sports outside of the Lambo leap, obviously is undoubtedly like tailgating at Lambo. I mean, and that's trite and cliched and what what you call it, whatever you will, but man, you go to lot, lot one on a crisp autumn and or winter morning. You can not beat it. You can't do it. Like just that whole vibe. What's so great about it is the welcoming nature of Packers fans. And yes, you're going to get a bad apple every once in a billion kind of moons. But I've had so many friends who are fans of other teams come to Lambeau and be like absolutely bewildered at how friendly Packers fans are. And I love that. This is a true story. NFC Championship game, uh, 2007, the, the insanely cold one where the Packers lost to the Giants, unfortunately. friend of mine drove his car to Lambeau as a Giants fan. Has Giants stickers, has a New York license plate, blah, 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 blah. Went, watched the game. Obviously, is elated. His team's going to the Super Bowl. After the game, he's walking back to his car and thinks, oh, no, 
I've got giant stickers. I've got a New York license plate. My car is going to be keyed. It's going to be total. It's going to be wrecked, whatever. Gets to his car and literally in the frost of the back window is good luck at the Super Bowl. That's a fan. Like that was it. Like people were like, you know, oh, it's clearly someone from New York, a Giants fan. Sucks that we lost, but here you go. Like that's Lambo. And that's why I love it so much. Like tailgating, the vibe around Lambeau Field on game day, you cannot beat it. Can't do it. Yeah, I, I totally agree. I, I don't think I've, I've, I've never tailgated at, at, at lot one. I think I passed through because usually when I go down there for a game. Ramage, what? I just stumble around. What? This season, I'll, I'll, I'll come hang out with Matt, you. Matt, Matt, that is happening. We are doing not only, we're not only doing, we're not just doing lot one. We're doing lot one. We're doing a live stream. We're doing a pregame. We're doing all of it. Oh, I, you've never done lot one? What? No, no I, I don't. I, I don't think I, I think I probably ventured through at some point. But like, I didn't know everyone like kind of like I do now from like Twitter that I know Who that. Who are you? Who are you? I don't even know you, dude. Like, <laughs> that's happening this yeah. year. That is happening. Dude, I'm, I'm in now. <laughs> you are. You're in deep. You're in deep. <laughs> yeah. No, but like, yeah, like I, I've been. You, going- me, Kyle Kuzno, we're going to tear some stuff up. That's going to happen. I, dude, I'm down with that. That's what but, I'm, uh, I'm I'll sleep on Corey's front yard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because you ain't sleeping at Corey's house. Even I don't get to sleep at Corey's house. Oh, like, I'll just sleep. That, the- that don't happen. But we'll like, we'll pitch a tent. It'll be fine. Yeah, I'll sleep on the outside of the fence if you. <laughs> It'll be fine. I'll be on Lombardi Avenue. It's good. Yeah. It's all right. It's I'll wake up and go, "Hey, Corey, how are you? It's good." Yeah, but like, dude, yeah, going to game. Like, I can't wait to get to a game again. So, oh like, God, right? Come dude. on. Dude, I have never been to more games since I started doing the social media stuff. Because people are like, hey, I want to go to a game with you. I'll give you a free ticket. I'm like, all right, for sure. I'd love to do that. Dude, I made so many friends like that, people I still talk to. But I I don't even need a free ticket. I mean, (laughs) but it's nice to have them, you know. It's great to have them. The problem is now I have so many people who are like, let's hang out on game day. I'm like, I'm working? Yeah, I don't Like, it's weird. It's weird. Like, because we do lives, you know, we do the watch parties, whatever. It's like, God, I'd love to. But, uh, yeah. Gotta, gotta, gotta get those streams, you know. Yeah, I, I say yes. I say, yeah, dude. I've been in the front row, 2019. Uh, I was in a little boxing. I've never been up there before. Oh, oh look it, at you! Look at you! How how sway? It wasn't like Very the nice. box. It was like the the ones you'd buy. It wasn't like a private suite or nothing. Oh no, 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 of course not. Yeah, you know, there with Aaron Rodgers or anything. I yeah, guess. yeah. It was Sigma. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Sigma. <laughs> I was up there with Mark. <laughs> my, me and Mark said, I will say, though, oh, dude. So when I was on the beat, some of the best moments ever were when the Packers were loot. Like, what my first year on the beat was 2016 when they started four and six. Dude, there's nothing like. Now, this didn't happen in Lambeau, but, like, on the road, it would always be Mark sitting next to Ted and the Packers sucking on the field. And we, the media, we were sat, like, right in front of them. And it was like, it'd be like, they're down 21 to 10 or something like that. And Rogers would throw complete and they would get like three yards on a first down. And Ted would be like, okay, okay, there we go. And I'm like, oh my God, can you imagine watching the game next to your boss? Who is like, your job is to make sure we win football games. And right now we freaking suck. Like, dude, that is like whole thing is just bizarre to me. Yeah. That that is weird that the media would be that close because like, they're right on top of you. They're so right they on top of you. They can't really say their real true thoughts. 
No, at all. The worst. I'll tell you who was the most demonstrative and like explosive was Elliot Wolf. Like, not even close. Like everybody, Elliot. With if they got down by ten points and then say had like a bad run on offense, he would get up and just like his he'd slam his chair. He'd he'd uh, start pacing. He was a lot like his dad. Because like obviously I was never in the press box with Ron Wolf, but. Everything I've heard about Ron Wolf is he swore like a sailor, was really loud. <laughs> and like Elliot was definitely a chip off the old block because he got so upset. He had to walk. And I used to tease him about it. I'm like, yeah, saw you. Saw you had to get up there. For He's like, yeah, I don't want to talk about it. I'm like, it's all good. But yeah, no, it's weird because there's a whole, the whole kind of slew. It's like Murphy, Gutekunst, all their top lieutenants, like John Eric Sullivan, all those guys, they, it, there's like a row of media, another row of media, and then it's all Packers personnel on the road. Now in Lambeau, they have their own spot, but yeah, on the road, you're right oh, all yeah, right yeah. on top of each other. Yeah, it makes sense on the road. They're like, we don't care. They're just on spots. Yeah, no, the the opposing team, they the home team, they don't care. <laughs> they want you all to be like stuck together like swine. They don't give a crap, you know. So that's is, how is it there, is. Is there ever like uh, I don't want you to break some code of silence here, but uh. Oh, yeah. there's no code of silence, sir. I'm on Cheesehead TV now. I love it. Oh, yeah. The worst part about being on the, the beat was like trying to be like correct, politically correct. Now I don't have to be. So it's great. So like I'm I'm wondering, like when you're up there and like Mark, mm -hmm. like Mark Murphy said, Oh, this player really sucks today. Is there like a code like you guys don't repeat that? You know, well, I okay for the for, okay to to clear something up right away. Mark would never say that out loud, but Mark has definitely been demonstrative, like cheering or maybe not despondent. He's to Mark's eternal credit. And I could never do this. Mark is like got a great poker face. As far as when things go bad, he's not vocal about it. Like Ted was vocal about it. Surprisingly, um, Brian can get vocal about it, but uh, Ted or uh, Mark was always very, very like still, but, if something were to be said, you know, for the most part, that's all kind of, yeah, the gentleman's agreement, if you will, is that, yeah, it stays in the, it stays in the room. However, there are moments that possibly might transcend, like, the need to honor that agreement. My <laughs> favorite, my favorite ever is when Alonzo Highsmith absolutely blew his stack after, in 2014, the NFC Championship game. This was something that was kind of hush hush but now it's like enough time has passed like we all know it um brandon bostic going up and screwing up that onside kick uh highsmith absolutely blew up at ted because highsmith had said all year long we need to cut him he's gonna he's mentally weak he's gonna cost us and then he did and alonzo absolutely lost his mind and oh. I only know that story because a friend of mine works for Sirius FM and XM and was kind of in the earshot of it. And a, a lot of people saw it. And at first I was like, oh, come on. But I've talked to enough people who know that it, that they saw it. It's true, including a scout for the Packers. Um, like, yeah, that's the kind of thing where over time you're like, OK, this happened and this is fact, you know, and you're not going to like betray some trust by saying it. But at the time, I remember I wrote it for Cheesehead TV and I was like, a senior personnel executive, blah, 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 blah. You know, because, you know, you're not supposed to say who it is. It's very emotional. It's very in the moment. And it's their livelihood. You know, for us, it's 
it's a pastime. Like as much as you and I are both in on the Packers and as obsessive as Packers fans are and can be, we still get to turn off the TV. We still get to shut off Twitter or whatever and go on with our lives. Whereas everyone working at 1265 Lombardi, that is literally their life. Like they are paying their rent with it. So that to me is the difference, right? Where, yeah, there's there comes a point where okay, now I'm gonna I'm gonna step back and let the professionals take over, so to speak. Yeah. So uh, I forgot where I was going with that. My mind just went poo poo, <laughs> but I said poo poo. Ramage, all that matters. All hey, if if that ever happens again, just turn around. Just turn around. Look look at the look at the whiteboard. They're still suck. We can go. I mean, with that's it. all. I mean, what else do you need? If you <laughs> never ever did anything ever again, content wise, if you just every day tweeted out, put out some kind of content that said the bears still suck, you'd be winning. Dude, it is funny how many anybody makes a meme that about the bears sucking, I get tagged in it and I love it. People say yeah, it is very your brand at this point. <laughs> yeah, about it. Like everybody, like people, some people will make a video and they'll tag me. Like, dude, I, I mean, I didn't <laughs> have it. Dude, like I, I try to tell people it because I, I had someone say that's funny that you started out. Like I did not even almost. I, I, was, <laughs> I wasn't even barely born. Like I, in the eighties, I remember my uh, people, my family saying bears suck. I mean, it's a little different. Now, I remember but- what's funny is like you remember, like you used like it, yeah, it kind of evolved and it was a chant at Lambo, right? The bears still suck, and then the song got made. I know it's on YouTube, whatever. I remember we used to have Corey and I used to have wars with like Jason Wildey. Yeah, because he, he used to be like, "Oh, this is so inappropriate." Like, <laughs> dude, it's fun. It's football. Get the stick out of your butt. Come on, like, yeah, I, you know, right? Like, literally, they're giving each other CTE on the field. But God forbid we say the Bears still suck. Like, come on. At some point, it's a friendly rivalry. And look, the Packers don't exist without Papa Bear. That's that's the Chicago kind of ace, right? It's like, look, you guys can sing and chant the Bears still suck all you want, but without Papa Bear, without George Hallis, the Packers probably fold or at least move. Yep. So that's their ace. So it's fine. Yeah. We're having fun. It's no big deal. They don't use that enough because if, if I was I know, a- dude, <laughs> if I was a Bears fan, oh my god, that's all I would do. Are you kidding me? All I would do is like, oh, oh, are you having fun with your little song? That's adorable because if without us, you wouldn't be here. Like, yeah. but the, none of them do. No, they're, they're all like Mitch Trubisky should have been great. That's their <laughs> comeback usually. I don't know. It is. So for uh, I'm, I'm checking out some comments here. We talked about the Jordan Love situation. It, I, I don't. First of all, that rumor. Can I just say? Wait, can I just say? Okay, the rumors about Jordan Love are hilarious. But I literally got an email today, like a couple hours ago taking me to task for my, I guess, defending last year's draft, apologizing for it, none of which I've done, but like so irate, so upset at the draft, the drafting of Jordan Love. And as I tweeted out, this that was the reason I tweeted out the, the tweet that you referenced, that you retweeted about the dude going, Rogers, the only place he's going to take you is the toilet bowl. Oh, yeah, yeah. And Favre is going to take you to the Super Bowl. It's like the difference between myself and yourself and, you know, a couple other learned Packers fans and the great unwashed is 
They're so convinced that Jordan Love is this monster mistake. Myself, and I suspect yourself, we're completely content in the knowledge that we don't know. Yeah. He could be great. He could be terrible. I'm comfortable enough in my own skin to say, I don't know, dude. Great. I'm really anxious to find out, though. I know the Packers felt strongly about it, so strongly that they traded up to get him. I'm all for it. But some Packers fans are so miserable. Oh, Jordan Love, he's going to be terrible. Why are we doing this? Like, because the best time to look for a quarterback is when you don't need one. I'm all for it. I'm all for it. Let Rodgers keep winning MVPs. Make the decision difficult. But they got a quarterback. I'm all in. Yeah, dude. That's exactly what I say. Because and but like I have no idea what he's. I have no idea what anyone's going to be. Oh, Even, no, no, nobody does. Yeah, anyone I, who says they do is lying. Yeah, but uh, like yeah, like you don't want to be the Vikings and overpay for a guy like Kirk Cousins and or like all these, or the Bears. Hello. Yeah. Dude, there Hello, do you want to be signing Andy freaking Dalton in the offseason? And, and like what they were trying to give away to get Russell Wilson or like allegedly everything, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. they were like they were like offering up cars. <laughs> Although I do love that they were like giving up Fuller and Akeem Hicks, like two guys who they were probably going to cut or move anyway. Yeah, that's like, like that's so that's so Bears. That's, that's so Ryan Pace. That's like some Madden stuff. Where you yeah, exactly. <laughs> you start. Here are some guys I'm going to cut anyway. Why don't you take them and give me a premier quarterback? Yeah, you're like, yeah, I'll take this uh, over 98 overall. I'll give you a three. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Hey, but, do, wait, whoa, 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 whoa. Wait a second. Do you play Madden? I actually, I'm good. I'm getting back into it. I just got. Oh, uh, do you do you play online? Not yet. I'm going to. Am what I going to have to? Whoop, am I going to have to whoop your butt? Dude, I would get spanked so hard. But I want yes, to would. I haven't played in like, like 10 years. See, of- this is what Hockwood says, too. It's like, oh, I haven't played in a long time. All right. All right. No, I think like, that's whooping what? like a man. No, I, first of all, if, if if I get whooped, especially if we're streaming and people are enjoying it, I really don't care. I mean, I care. I'm, I'm competitive. I'm not going to be like, oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hear you. <laughs> but I'm not going like, to cuss you out and like try to fight you. <laughs> You should though. You absolutely should. I'll start trolling you, <laughs> dude. I cuss everybody online. Like the worst invention ever is the headset with a mic. Because holy cow! Because you know, I'm just saying there should be equitable. Like if your guy magically catches some ball 35 yards downfield, co- draped in coverage, but my guy wide open drops it. Like okay, come on now, dude. The worst is, though, people who don't play football, they just play Madden. Those are the worst humans on earth. Like, I'm all for, like, you know, game planning or getting the advantage because you have a better guy or whatever. But, like, you know, these people who, like, play some version of arcade football, that's like, I got no time for that. I'm like, who cares? Yeah. Yeah, dude. Like, I remember, like, when I played Madden, like, I thought I was good. I was like, I'm pretty good. You know, I play. <laughs> Like I went audible. I met. I remember audible, and and like my son was young then, so he'd ask me a lot of questions about football. Right. He's like, "What'd you do there?" I'm like, "Um, "I hit triangle down." (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. Like, I think I'm impressed now, but I'm pretty sure other stuff happened. Like, I don't know, but uh, (laughs) never worked. But I feel like I'm doing something, you know. Right. uh, (laughs) One of the last times I played, I I didn't play online a lot. I was playing online, and I was. Oh, that's the war. Go play yeah. online. That's the war right there. Oh, I was like, 
I'm beating this dude like 35 none. I forget the exact score. I'm beating him like like 35 none or something. At halftime, I'm like, wow, I'm really good at Madden. I'm playing online and I'm winning. This right. dude ended up beating me like 52 to 35. Like either he handed oh, the controller. They're out there, dude. Those people, they're out there. Those players who like get your game plan are like, okay, all right, I see what you're doing. And then they just adjust and like yeah, destroy I think- you. I felt They're like he was playing with me like he was like, this yep. is so unentertaining to me. I'm going to let this guy get a big lead and then see if I can still beat him. There, are, I, there are definitely those guys. Out there. Then at the end, because we weren't talking the whole game, but I had the headset on. He 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 was like, he was like, yeah, that's what I thought, little punk. And I, I was know, like, right. Years see, <laughs> Madden, I, I can totally hold my own on Madden. There's no doubt about that. But FIFA, holy, that's me. Like FIFA, I have like, 13 year old boys in Portugal kicking my butt, like, <laughs> like who just talk untold amounts of junk in some foreign language. You're like, <laughs> and like they just no idea what six to nothing. And I'm just like, oh, okay. <laughs> I used to play uh, a, a lot of poker, like it was free or whatever, but you just sit around and talk to people. It was fun. Right. Was, it's yeah, a- no, online gaming is a great time, but like, yo, yeah. there's some jerks out there. That's all I got to say. I'm not one of them, though. What do you play on? Xbox. I'm at I'm all Xbox. And Xbox. I know to, I'll tell you what, this is Tom Grassi, another YouTuber, and I uh we had a matchup last year, and then we were supposed to have another one this year, but then COVID happened. But that will happen again. He actually came into the studio and played, but his whole thing was like, Oh, I'm used to the PlayStation. It's like, okay, whatever. <laughs> so next time I'll go on the PlayStation, I'll kick your butt, Tom Grassi. It's fine. But yes, I'm I'm fully Xbox. All right, yeah, because I I have an Xbox. Well, my kid does, but I can just snag it. Yeah, well, there you go. So <laughs> so so practice up, kid, and you and I will play. That'll happen. All right. We'll uh, put it on Twitch, like the kids too. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, yeah, yeah. And I, I I don't expect, dude. I used to just just quick slants, just quick slants. <laughs> hey, man, quick slants. You can you can live on quick slants. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. I mean, Mike McCarthy did it for years. It's all right. <laughs> Actually, I was going to mention before because that was one of the reasons I brought that up about uh, getting back into football here a little bit. All but right. uh, about Tomlin like being extended and like them having only three coaches in forever. But like with McCarthy, like that wasn't going to work. Like uh, that's why because I, I was arguing with him yeah. about. Yeah. But I was like, that's not how it should be. Like you shouldn't just keep a coach just so you can say, well, we only had three coaches. No, of course not. Of course but, not. That's uh, not the end goal, right? But it's the idea. What I love about Pittsburgh and the Rooney family and the idea that they have only had those three coaches is the continuity is so important in the NFL, especially in the offensive side of the ball. And I know Tomlin's a defensive coach, but this idea that the program stays the same and where Tomlin and other coaches have seemingly done a better job than Mike in Green Bay is they haven't had their quarterback hate them. Now <laughs> you can say whatever you want to say about Rogers and Mike and the way they fell apart, but that was always destined to fail once, you know, Aaron decided that Mike was a buffoon slash idiot and it was time for him to go. Like you can talk about, okay, the players around them, the defensive coordinator, what have you. But as soon as that relationship went sour, it was over. You know, that was that was obvious. Um, Tomlin and Roethlisberger, obviously Big Ben has had his time in Pittsburgh and there's been 
touch and go as far as whether he's going to retire, was he going to come back, etc. But he doesn't hate Tomlin, right? It, like you have to don't have to look much further than New Orleans. Like people talking about, you know, Aaron Rodgers, the Packers wasted his prime. Well, the Saints never get that for Drew Brees. They've yeah. literally won the same amount of Super Bowls. Uh, the Packers have been in way more NFC Championship games, but for some reason, it's this stigma for the Packers. Well, Drew Brees didn't hate Sean Payton. It's pretty clear, pretty obvious, you know. Yeah. And I'm not putting this on it like it's not Aaron's fault. I don't like. I don't want to make it sound like that. But that is clearly like I thought. Ryan Grant put it perfectly in that Ty Dunn article years ago in Bleacher Report. It's like at some point. You know, Mike McCarthy, Tom Clemens, they helped create Aaron Rodgers, right? They molded him. It was like AI. It was like artificial intelligence. They kept building him up and building him up. And at some point, he looked around and went, wait a second. I'm the most important thing here. I know more than all of you. You all need to get out of the way. And you being Mike McCarthy. That's Ryan Grant saying that. That's not me. You know, so... At some point, that it just hit that spot. That never happened in New Orleans. It didn't happen in other places. So, you know, where the Packers are right now, new hot young coach and Matt LaFleur, brand new offense, Aaron Rodgers winning MVP. Everyone talks about Aaron Rodgers. Oh, my gosh, MVP season. That didn't just happen. It didn't happen in 2019. It happened in 2020. You know why? Because it's a continuation of continuity. You know, a system, yeah. quarterback, the the head coach. That's what the Steelers have done, man. They've they've had a long sustained run of success because they found a coach that worked and they stuck with it, even through the ups and downs. And I think the Packers try to do that with Mike, but you know, at some point, if your franchise yeah. quarterback hates the head coach, yeah, you like can't stick with them. If if anybody like if you don't get along with your boss. It's different in like real life because like if if you need that job, like what are you gonna do? Like he's a <laughs> well, it's different because yeah, in real life, quote unquote, if the boss and you don't get along, well, the boss probably makes more than you and can probably fire you. Yeah, you know, at some point in the NFL, Aaron Rodgers is the face of the Packers, yeah. makes way more than Mike McCarthy. Like if the choice is between Mike McCarthy and Aaron Rodgers. That's an easy choice. Like yeah. You're you're firing Mike McCarthy. Like that's not even close. So that's where like you know the the idea of like oh well you know hierarchy or jobs or bosses like that goes out the window in the NFL. Oh yeah, I, I think it's it's crazy important to know quarterback and the head coach, especially the offensive head coach. They have to get along. They can't yeah. not get along. Like it, no team, I don't think has ever been. And there can be and there can be tension. That's fine. But it can't be like I hate you because then yeah. then it's over. Yeah. Well, no, no. Going back to what you're talking about, like the whole uh, wasted his career thing, dude. I go back and oh. forth with Viking fans all the time because I tell them if the Packers wasted Aaron Rodgers' career, then the Vikings have wasted every single player's career that they've ever, <laughs> that they've ever had ever in <laughs> like, the history of their franchise. Dude, dude like, the Vikings are the absolute worst. Like we make fun of the Bears, we talk about how they suck. But I respect the Bears. Yo, the Vikings are the freaking worst. They are a plastic franchise. They are a soulless entity. Like, they have no humanity about them whatsoever. They're literally owned by 
a real estate magnate from Jersey <laughs> who was like, oh, I'd love to own an NFL team. Let me pick this squad in the Midwest, whatever, and we'll build this $100 billion stadium that kills birds. We'll steal our chant from some soccer team. Like, they have nothing organic. They have nothing homegrown. They are a soulless franchise. Like, the Bears, yeah, they suck, but I respect them. The Vikings shoot them into the moon, not the sun. The sun isn't good enough for them into the moon, the dead of space. That's what the Vikings deserve. Dude, I dude, I'm totally with you, dude. I, I love that. That's I'm going to put that on my Instagram. I'm, <laughs> I I'm know. just saying, like, it's not even close. It's not even close. Because, like, they talk about how you wasted this player's career, that player. Like, dude, you had arguably one of the best running backs of all time, wherever you want to place Adrian Peterson. Randy you had Randy Moss, the greatest, most talented wide receiver ever to grace an NFL football field. I'm including Don Hudson. I'm including Jerry Rice. Randy Moss was one of the greatest players to ever grace a football field, and you didn't win nothing. Great yeah. job. And they had Chris Carter on the other side. I mean, he was older. On the other, who's a great player? And you yeah. had Dante Culpepper throwing up a billion yards a year. Like you couldn't do it. You still choked. You still well, suck. Yeah, dude. I I, I try to tell him like not to mention the four uh, those seventies teams that whatever. But but not even to mention that. But like the, oh, the purple people leaders. They went. Yeah. Well, they they've been to four Super Bowls. They lost them all. Come on now. Yeah, it's just, dude. I I can't say. I don't know. I can't the bills of the seventies. Come on now. And then people always ask, why are you so light on Lions? Cause it's not nice. You know, if you go to the park and beat, don't someone, make fun of the, don't make fun of the afflicted. That's yeah, my, because, like, that's my philosophy with the lions. Yeah. Like if, if you go, like, I don't play basketball, but if you go to the park and everyone's playing basketball and there's one guy that's always getting beat, never yeah, on the winning is. team, yeah. you don't gloat when you, you beat know, him. You don't, you don't pick on him. You know, Get water. He's thirsty. You know, help him along. You don't make fun of the afflicted. That's my yeah. that's my old thing. Yeah. So, uh, Lions fans, I, I take it easy on them. But uh, <laughs> so you have to. You have to. <laughs> you know, I don't think I have anything. I was going to ask you something. Who did you take off lately? I think I think it was yesterday on Twitter. Weren't you ranting at somebody? Everybody. About Every day. Wait. Wait. What? Yeah. Who did I piss off now? Wait. What? I thought I've been good lately. No, it was the other day. I was going to screenshot it and put it up here. I forgot. Someone was yelling at you. Oh, I think we might have covered that. They were. I think that they were saying that you sugarcoat the uh, questions, and you're like, I'm the one. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah, it was a couple days ago. Oh, yeah. No, it was uh, I carry the water for the front office Yeah, and the coaching staff. Never mind that both the coaching staff and the front office have both told me directly you're one of the few people who asks us actually challenging questions because that's what i do and like look matt knows lafleur knows and we've talked about this like love matt i'm all in on his hire love his tenure so far in green bay but when stuff goes wrong i'm gonna talk about it i'm gonna ask about it after the nfc championship game I'm literally the only person who asked about the fact that they had two interceptions of Tom Brady in the fourth quarter and then went three and out both times afterwards off of six passing plays. Literally the only person who talked about it. Only, <laughs> only person who asked about it. But I carry the water for the Packers. Like, look, I love the Packers. I root for them. I'm invested in their victories. I love when they do well. But it's a public trust. And I'm part of the public. 
And when they screw up and when they mess up and I think something's wrong, I'm going to ask about it. And now, like the whole I, uh, the, the idea of how I'm on those Zoom calls anyway is kind of insane to me. But I'm there. So <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to ask about it. I hear yeah. you asking questions when I listen to a few. I haven't listened to a bunch of press conferences because I do like that. Usually that drunk. Because you have a life. <laughs> you have a life, Matt. That's why I you haven't listened to many press conferences. You have a life. Yeah. That's That's exactly. Dude, I actually, I don't, like, I'm not like every, like, Packer fan. Like, a lot of them, that they, like, watch, love watch them. Like, the news shows the highlights. And I figure yeah. if that's what they want me to see, that's. And if, if there's something important, you'll see it. Oh, yeah. yeah. You guys post on Twitter. Like, I don't. Well, that's, but that's the other thing, like, posting on Twitter. Like, I asked Aaron about, like, leading up to, it was after the bye week um, in the playoffs last year. You know, I mentioned, because I had gone back and watched the entire season again, because I'm a total nerd. And one of the things that really st- struck me and stuck out was his hitting the check down. There's something he's not done a whole lot throughout his career, especially later. Um, and I asked him about it. And that's something I put on Twitter. And all the football nerds loved it. But you can't lead the six o'clock news with that. You know what I mean? Like any like regular Packer fan is going to be like, I don't care. Like, I want to see my guys in the end zone doing Lambo leaps. And I want to have a beer and I'm going to be happy. That's (laughs) what being a Packers fan in it is great. But myself, I'm a huge nerd. And that's what I wanted to ask him about. So that's where the great delineation happens, right? Between like the highlight or the headline and the granular stuff. And there's a place for both of it. And I'm all for it. But there's nothing wrong with the idea of, I don't care about Aaron Rodgers hitting the check down. I just want them to win. Like, oh, yeah, that's yeah. great. I'm all in. It's great. Oh, yeah, because there's two different, there's a lot of different types of people. No, but I want to ask about that because you t- talked about watching the season over again. I actually mm-hmm. was talking to some, I don't know if it was Tyler, whoever, I don't know. I forget who, who it was. But uh, mm-hmm. they were saying, like, how much film you watch. Like, you watch, like, because I was thinking about this because I, I I watch probably you. an unhealthy amount. That's what I'll say. I watch you guys. I watch Andy Herman. Like I I, I right. try to watch a, as much. I don't watch the whole things, but you know I, I watch YouTube videos. Right. And I think it's like these guys are so good. And then you know, when instead of these oh Aaron Lagler watches so much, I'm like that's probably it. I don't watch any, so I don't know. Any. Well, I don't know, but like to me, okay, here's the here's the thing, right? Because like especially as things have become more open and available, it's easy to watch quote unquote watch film like just to go back and watch games dude i used to buy packers games on dvd off the internet this one guy i remember his name but like i used to go and buy like when mike sherman was coach i would buy seasons worth of dvds they were like literally like four dvds for a game like one dvd per quarter that's where we were at technology wise um (laughs) But like, and I would go and they were just broadcast. It wasn't coach's film. It was just broadcast. And I would go and I would break down every play, blah, 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 because I'm a hyper nerd. That's what I do. Um, But now with the internet and NFL game, game pass, and it's so easy. I got coach's film. What I usually do during the season, game ends, uh, I do everything for Cheesehead TV, blah, 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 blah. So on Monday, let's say it's a Sunday game, right? Monday, I wake up and I will rewatch the broadcast. Uh, via the game pass, which is, um, but I'll watch the condensed version, which is just play, 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 play. Yeah. There's no replays. No, it's just all the plays, right? Just to get a feel, a refeel, so to speak, of the game. And then I'll go and watch the coach's tape, which is a cut up of the coach's angle, the all 22, from two spots for every single play. That takes a while. 
right? And then I'll make notes about like usually when I'm watching the cutups, the the play 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 the condensed version i'll make a note of like why is this guy wide open or why what happened here with this why was this guy um you know why did this linebacker get through and make a tackle like what other but so then when i watch the coach's tape i can see okay this guy got free because xyz like this guy hit or missed a block or whatever whatever um and then later in the week i'll go back and watch the whole broadcast again like all three plus hours because you see a lot of stuff on the broadcast. Like Aaron and I have, and Rogers and I have talked about this, but kind of back and forth on his pressers. Like the kind of access that you have now as a fan f- through the broadcast is absolutely insane. Especially this last year when there are no fans in the stands. Yeah. You can yeah. hear everything on the field, all the mics that the broadcasts have. Like you hear, okay, go check that, check Razor, like whatever, or MVS, come here, like whatever. Like you hear it all. It was incredible. Um, but I, so I go back and I watch and I look for reactions. I look for funny stuff. Cause that's stuff for social, right? Like, yeah. Oh, look at Aaron smiling here. Like he points at someone like, Oh, we'll clip that, yeah. put it on Twitter, whatever. But I'll do that. So that's usually on Wednesday. And then I'll usually watch it again on Thursday and Friday, both days. Um, and then get to the weekend and it's a new game. But that's during the season in the off season. Oh man, dude, I'll watch. I watch pretty. I watch a Packer game every day of my life. Like I can't go a day without watching a complete game, and that's a broadcast of the game. That's um, maybe I'll have it in the background. Maybe there's a part that I am a little bit more interested in than a different part. But I have to have a pack. I have to watch a Packer game every single day, and thankfully for the internet, I can. And then again, it's the same way. And even if it's like a game back in 2019 or 2010 or whatever. Oh, I see a big play. Like, oh, wait, why did that safety not rotate? So then I'll go and I'll look at the coach's tape and I'll go, oh, they're in cover two, not cover three, like I thought, blah, 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 blah. So, yes, I am a tape junkie. I am a total nerd. I watch a lot of tape. I can't help it. It's who I am. Yeah, I that that that's insane. I mean, it's good. That's why you have, you know what the hell you're talking about. That's why I have no life, Matt. That's, that's why <laughs> yeah. I have no life. Correct. I, uh, I I I watch some games every now. Sometimes I'm drinking. We'll throw on like a Super Bowl. <laughs> oh, dude, I'll I'll drink up and watch an old Favre game. Don't get yeah. me wrong. Come on now, yeah. go watch, watch some game where Favre throws five touchdowns versus the Bears on a bum ankle. That's good stuff, dude. That's where it's at. Better. Yeah, sometimes we'll just throw on the background. Or one night I did, I did that. It was Super Bowl forty five, and uh, I I started yelling about Charles Woodson. I made a video just <laughs> hammered. And then he liked it. He liked the video of me. Oh, nice. Recording my TV like, yeah, Charles Woodson, he's the goat, whatever. <laughs> Just That's some great. Well, I'll tell you what. You know who is, like, amazing as far as, like, archival games is Banky with his house in Green Bay. He's got it literally not even, like, DVD, not even, like, a tape, whatever. It's all, like, on a server in his basement. And then he can literally – it's, like, 100 200 300 games whatever he he can like literally just call up and put on any time not just all hey i'm gonna bring up and watch this game it's like he can put it on any of his thousand televisions throughout the house oh i want to watch it in on the foyer and as the sun goes down or (laughs) i want to watch it in the bar or i want to watch it in my office like he can put it anywhere at any time all of these hundreds of Packers games. It's pretty, he's got the game where the one I, I think last time I was there, he played the game where Yancey Thigpen dropped the ball in the end zone. Cause he was at that game, but uh, 
yeah, that's that's Banky. That's where he that's where he lives. That's how he yeah. works. Dude, that, that's that's incredible. Like, that's the dream, is what it he is. Lives, yes. He lives. He lives the Packer dream. Correct. Correct, sir. Yes, he does. <laughs> Joey said, which I know, uh, he said, Nagler, you sound like a high school football coach. <laughs> yep. No doubt. Hey, my dream job. Matt Bowen and I have talked about this so many times. Like, Bowen is living the dream. You're talking about Banky living the dream. Bowen, like, played in the NFL, highest peak. Now, he makes content for ESPN and coaches high school football. That is is the dream it's something i'll dude. never achieve i would uh, dude i would kill to coach high school football that'd be amazing i'd love that yeah i i i don't i, I think it's funny because like watching my son play high school football like I, I know the coaches actually he's one of them what does he play what position he was well he's older now he's done but he was uh defensive line and offensive line nice. but he was, he was tight in for a little bit but you know he was bigger so they had to put him on line we didn't live in the he didn't have any hands it's all right you can say it. it's okay so, no, the funniest thing is, he, I, I think I told this story in the show before, but uh, he caught the ball and he, as a tight end. He caught it, and he's running right. down the field. And I, I get up, I'm yelling, yeah, yeah, that's my ball. That's my. You know, I'm all Jack. I'm like, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, oh, no. He's running. Someone came up and just blasted him. Ball no, ball. no. I just sat down real quietly like, I don't even know that kid. No. <laughs> I will was, say, that reminds me, like, my sister was an amazing soccer player. She still is. She still does kind of intramural stuff, but – uh, back in the day, she was the sweeper, right? Like last line of defense. And she was famous for like taking people out when they were like making a run. And my, my one of my proudest moments ever is like some girl was coming down the left side and she comes out and just takes her out. And some mother was like, that girl should be playing with the boys. She's too <laughs> violent. I was like, that's my sister. That's, so that's fantastic. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. I, I could never uh, do sports. So Family it, pride, yeah. Oh no, I was a terrible quarterback back in the day, but yeah. that was a long time ago. I killed it at flag football, sixth grade. After yeah, that, I have no doubt. They handed me a helmet. I was like, "No, nah, I'm good with that." <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, I, I I was there. I was pop Warner. I was like through freshman year of no, oh, no sophomore year of high school, and then I was out. I was yeah, good. I could never do it. I don't. No, it wouldn't have worked. I don't think that I would have made the team. <laughs> it wouldn't have worked. It wouldn't have worked. No good. Anyways, I appreciate uh, you, you joining me tonight, everyone. Absolutely. Check out Cheesehead TV. Obviously, everyone knows who you are, so I don't have to be like, hey, everyone. No one has a clue who I am. They're like, who is this moron with Ramage tonight? Yeah, Aaron Nagler, uh, check out Cheesehead TV, Pack-A-Day Podcast, a thousand episodes in. I appreciate it. Go Pack Go, baby! Go Pack Go. Thanks, Matt.